The Viewpoint on SAFM, Monday to Thursday, 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. 21.34 is the time I've just received a message, a couple of messages from a colleague, not just in this broadcast house, but also from Newsroom Africa. You will hear her in the mornings and you will see her in the afternoons. Loving this conversation, so beautiful. Also, Justice Cameron is amazing. Really lovely radio. Well, Kathy Motlachlana, thank you so much for your support. Certainly do appreciate that. Now, let's move on. This is the final segment. Hashtag community builder. Ms. Kulufelo Mpahlele, researcher at Section 27, wants to raise the name and profile of her community builder. Ms. Kulufelo Mpahlele, good evening. Welcome to SFM Viewpoint. You have three minutes to tell us why you think whoever you're going to tell us about should be praised and given her flowers or his flowers while he or she lives. Tell us about your community builder. Good evening, Songezo. Uh, um, I would like to nominate Mary Solana. She is the manager at Blood River Advice of Blood Office Blood River Advice Office in Bologwani. Um, I think she's a flower. I think she needs to be commended for the work that they do. And Bologwani, they go door to door. They help the community on the ground with birth certificates, with getting them registered for social grants. Anything that the community needs, they are there. They're the first point of entry for most of them to speak to even the local councillors. So they're really the bread and butter and the backbone of the community. They're unsung heroes in my mind. And of course, you would know their work because you're a researcher at Section 27 and you deal squarely with some of the very issues that she is looking to alleviate from the lack of presence of the public institutions that really should be there or the government services or programs that should be operating on the ground. What more can you share with us? Some of the stories that would never make the news for whatever the reason that South Africans ought to appreciate about this outlet called Blood River Advice or some of the experiences or the great community respect that she enjoys, Mary Salwan? I think what I will commend Mary on and the Blood River Advice Office as a whole entirely is the mere fact that they literally go door to door. So if there's a child or if there's a family that's suffering and not getting social assistance in terms of grants, they take a hold of that family. So they take, they hold their hand, go to the department. If they don't have the relevant documentation, they go start it from a face, get the babies registered, get the old, get the parents, the caregivers, their IDs. They go and walk the field again and walk across and go to social department, register them for grants. So they're really on the ground. So even if they encounter problems when they come to Section 27, say, for example, for assistance with birth certificates, they've already done the groundwork. It's just that they've hit a hurdle. Um, they also help in terms of health services, making sure that they go with, with the people that want to get um, SRH health services, such as family planning. They literally hold their hand and go to hospital. So they are there as a first point of entry, as a first call, if they need, if, the community needs to go to the councillor, they're there as well, to go to the ward councillor for any other issues that we may not deal with at Section 27. Well, thank you so much for your endorsement then of Memeri Salwana. I understand from the production team that Memeri Salwana is indeed on the line. The manager at Blood River Advice, Me Salwana, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Many congratulations. More importantly, Many thanks for the work you do for our people. 
please tell us about your organization and some of the help that you might need, which if you share on this platform, hopefully the right people are listening so that they might help. Thank you, Sangela. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Blood uh, River Advanced Office is a human rights organization which was established in 1998 and it was formally registered as a non-profit organization in 2002. Uh, the organization is located in Blood River, in Blood River Village, Polokwani, uh, in Limpopo. It's not far from Polokwani uh, town, about five kilometers away. And it is surrounded by the villages and the location, which is semi-urban and semi-rural. The organization's mandate is to give free legal advice to the community members uh, on social economic issues. We also provide mediation where are the disputes, and we also do referrals uh, to the relevant uh, stakeholders so that they can get further assistance. Uh, And as an organization, we currently fully depend on funding. So, and the cases that we mostly focus on are gender-based violence and femicide, labor matters, migrant children, social grant cases, maintenance, and others. When we see a, a violation of human rights as an organization, we intervene. And the stakeholders that we work with are government departments. We also work with other civil organizations in, in the community. We work with Chapter 9 institutions. We work with the Mpopo Law Clinic. We also work with uh, the University of Pochestrum. And currently, the funder that we are working with is Kanganesa, and we also work with the Foundation for Human Rights. And then, again, we are also funded by the Department of Labor to do education and awareness at the farm, for, for farm workers and the domestic uh, workers. Yeah, that is basically what we do in short. It seems to be like a full bouquet of services of a social development kind in the sense that there isn't anything that slips through the fingers. Of course, you started off largely as a legal intervention, but I suppose the challenges and the nature of the issues faced by the community members that you service there in Blood River are very much social in kind. The question then becomes, to what extent are you integrated to some of the government programs or are an outlet of some of the government programs I'm asking this also from the perspective of how you then tend to secure your funding because the work that you are doing really is very broad and quite exacting. Yes, as I said, it's difficult to get funding, especially now that we are doing the work that was supposed to be done by the social development. But as an organization, we are really trying to work with a uh, government department, do referrals to make sure that the community gets access to services as much as possible. What help would you need now that you are on this platform? Many South Africans are listening. What, some 800,000 of? Share your thoughts in relation to what you might need. The people who you have assisted, if you can share some of the stories that really moved you to assist the way that you have so that people can not only just know what you do, but also can, to the extent that they might, offer the assistance that you need. 
And assistance is oftentimes misplaced because people assume that this ABC is what you would need. And absent your voice, they would always run with such assumptions. Here's the time now to engage them truly as to what you, in fact, want or need for your programs to be better rolled out or f- more efficiently rolled out, as it were. Uh, as an organization, I think we would uh, like to have an assistance with uh, at least a budget for for salaries for the staff members that we are working with, uh, the administration cost, because, you know, it can cost a lot for us when they... For an example, when a, a client comes in in our office, usually the problem that they have, we have to make a phone call, uh, make a referral. Sometimes you find that this community member doesn't even have um, a transport money to go to the institution that we are referring them to. And again, we go to the community and do door-to-door and do education and awareness. So sometimes we need budget to do all those kind of things, catering for, for the community when we mobilize them and do doing those uh, education and awareness and uh, budget for materials, promotional materials, uh, budget for hiring of venues, yeah, all those kind of things. And where we are situated, we are also renting, so sometimes we lack money to pay rent, you know. It sounds like there's a lot of work still that you might need to really be up and running and offering the full services that you obviously have put yourself in a position to. And, of course, I can express thanks just because of the nature of the work that you are doing, knowing the nature of the problems at large the country is seized with, whilst I might not necessarily be aware of the intricacies or the nuances of these challenges in Blood River especially. But how do we grow? How, how, how do we ensure that this work continues, that people are given dignity? Because clearly you exist for the most part because there is a misallocation of state resources or, if not a misallocation, state resources simply cannot reach there. That's why these social partners, as you are, exist. How can we ensure bodies like you, not necessarily Blood River advice, but bodies like you can get the assistance that they require. What would you perhaps change or advise on the part of those who are custodians of policy and national resources? I think this one, it needs solidarity. You need to work together. Hello? I'm here. Now carry on. Hello? I can hear you. And I've heard you say we need solidarity and working together. I don't know if that's the end of your submission to, in response to what I said. Yes. Yes, I can hear you. I think there's a bit of a small problem that we have with Mem Mary Salon in relation to her line. So I think this is probably a good time, unfortunately, to end the discussion because we are in any event one minute away from ending it. So with your indulgence, please, dear friends at home, um, I'm going to ask that we cut it here but that's what certainly was a good indication as to the good work that is taking place in South African communities Memeri Selwana is the manager at Blood River Advice a community outreach NGO in Bulugwane they do everything from legal interventions to social interventions they try and walk their path from the time they discover the social need to the very end and 
if you can offer assistance because they need a budget to be able to pay their members of staff more fixed and regular salaries, they need to pay rent, so to the extent that you might have a building that is available or have access to a building that is available and sort of zero rate the the, 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 the payments in relation to that. There's, of course, a tax benefit given the fact that it's an NGO that would be a beneficiary of your services or just money that you have because you're a big business and have KPIs in relation to your CSI that you want to tick. Or might even, if with, with clever arrangement, frankly, you might even establish the necessary triple BEE ratings that are very necessary to access, among other things, government funds. So certainly what resources you have, it certainly can be used by Blood River Advice, the community outreach NGO in Bulugwane. Thank you so much to our first hero in the hashtag community builder segment, Mayor Mary Salwana, and thanks especially to Ms. Kulufelo Mpatle, the research at Section 27, for offering this name and this organization. We do celebrate these people now because not all heroes wear capes. The time is 21.47. I am out. I will join you again next week, everybody. It's been a great two days. All too short at that. Bye-bye.